0: Awesome um, I am with one of my friends uh, Mr.
1: Stable uh, Ishmael Rachikombo. That's... yeah uh, a little bit of a tongue tongue twister there but uh, <laughs> those <laughs> who understand if you know you know <laughs> if, you, if you know Greek yeah <laughs> it's a Greek uh, it's a Greek word but yeah um, Ishmael is one of my friends um, at uh, CPUT. He's studying mechatronics uh, engineering, and um, when he came at school, I was a bit of a senior. I was on my team level, but he was just entering. But uh, I mean, you have managed to do some phenomenal stuff. Uh, right. You have, <laughs> you, have a, <laughs> you have a company, uh, two companies, which I know that you are like working on, and one of them is like mentorship, uh, stable mentorship, That's and. Right. Uh, the second one is I Move Academy, and I just want you to just uh, like tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what 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 really makes you so different that you're actually thinking of like studying companies whilst you're still a student at the same time?
2: All right, um, that's quite an, 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 an unexpected question. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But what what makes me do what I do is a simple question that I ask myself um, is that, what do I do for a living? Which many people will tell you what they do for a living because that's a question we find a lot. Uh, it's quite common to come across, but then you ask yourself a question, what do you live for? Interesting. Or what do you, after you ask yourself, what do you do for a living? You, you then need to still ask yourself, what do you live to do or oh, if i'm to break some english what do you live to do what do you live to do what do you do for a living what do you live for your, for a doing what do you live for doing yeah just to break some english yeah. but now these two questions are quite different what do you do for a living is just what what do you do to to earn money uh, mostly it's just to earn money and um you know be able to afford what you what you need to to stay alive or to do what you need to do in life but then what do you live to do talks about something entirely different it's called in one word purpose like why are you alive mm. if you just show up to someone and ask them why are you alive it's quite an awkward moment after that question so yeah, yeah. after asking myself that question um i had kind of um at a very interesting time in, in life uh, um I don't know if that's what they call existential crisis, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I just found myself looking for that answer that why am I alive? Mm. What do I want to do in this life besides what I want to do, besides what I I already figured out that I'm interested in engineering, hence why I'm doing mechatronics engineering. um, I I, I discovered that I I am doing engineering because I'm interested in this thing. I, I, I have fun with this thing. But then, does it really satisfy me? Mm. And then going back to, to look at everything else I do that actually satisfy me, it was way out of engineering. And it's, it's not working with machines, but it's working with people. Mm. And that made me come to a clear conclusion. I have always had this passion that I think, I, I believe in God. So I believe this is like a God-planted um, idea that you just can't shake off no matter where you go um i always find myself surrounded by people i always find myself helping people here and there um there was a point i used to think that was like a low life i mean why why are you just in life to accompany others to help others Mm. what about you like you know who 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 helps you what like come on man you can't just be an underdog for everybody especially for everybody (laughs) because that's what it looks like when you're a mentor you're out there helping people and um they don't really owe you anything. That's the other part about it. So I decided that mentorship is why I live. I live for mentorship. It's the one thing that, if everything else was paid for, I'd do this every day. I wouldn't want to sleep. I wouldn't want to eat. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is the thing that makes me glow. Like yeah. it's the thing that makes me forget that oh, the clock is uh, also ticking. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, mm-hmm. At the end of this, you need to do this and that. Like when I'm in it, I'm in the rabbit hole. I I don't mind everything else. Like everything else just disappears. I don't care. Mm. But would you
1: say would you say now that um, with with stable mentorship, because this is one of the things that I've actually realized and observed about you, that you are. Like you, you help a lot of people that you are very right, you're very right about that. Thank you. I've seen, I've seen you help a lot of like, if there's anyone that I want um, to assistant with, I know that if I call Ishmael, Ishmael is super reliable. And I mean, that's, that's a, that's a great quality to have, like to be, to be reliable. So is it something like, I I know you you touched a little bit on it, Mm. but is it something which is intentional or is it something which is more inborn?
2: Um, I'd say it's a bit of both because the reason I'd say it's inborn, it's, uh, um, I I don't know, but it's more intentional than inborn because where I, the way I was raised, um, I, I noticed with my parents, they are quite available to help as well. So I I, I want to credit them and be like, oh, okay, I, that part is inborn. <laughs> yeah. But then there's the part where I had to decide for myself. Like I said, I asked myself, are you just going to be everybody's helper? Like, are you just accompanying yeah. everybody in life or mm-hmm. are you living your life? And I, I decided that, you know what, I, I need to be able to help people and to be able to help people is not easy. If you're going to be helping people, you need to realize that um, today you might be helping... Um, An engineer you need a bit of knowledge about engineering tomorrow you are helping a food scientist Mm -hmm. you need to know something about food than just it's delicious okay so when you need to help people and the people you are helping are new uh, almost every time Mm -hmm. you need to build capacity for that most of it is in knowledge you need to know a bit of this and that I once met a man uh, um, I think it was in 2016 uh, yeah. by the name Marcin Kasika from Poland. Okay, I don't forget what he said. He's yeah. like, it was it was in an internship training. Um, I was living in Pretoria, and he's like, I don't know everything about everything in life, mm-hmm. um, but I know something about everything. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. okay, I like that. I, mean, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So every time I saw Marcin, I, I just kept on having that thought again, again, and again, and again, again, yeah. again. Yeah. And I was like. So it is possible to know something about everything. Mm. I mean, if you ask me what's a Polaroid, I might not have an idea, but I know the word already, so I yeah, know about exactly. it. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. That's something already. Mm-hmm. So um, I think to be able to help people, you have to build capacity for it intentionally, mm-hmm. as much as you have your inborn skill. It's like, um, I would say it's a, it's like, a, you can think of it as a gift or a talent or a skill. Yeah, Every skill that you learn in life you may be able to do it um, to some extent, but if you really want to master it, if you really want to do it properly, you'll have to develop it intentionally. It's, it can't be just an, ex- an accident. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, talking about uh, being intentional, uh, there's a book which um, uh, one of my, my mentors recommended that I should get. Okay. It was uh, How to Influence People. And oh, yeah. yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I might be sharing the, the title, uh, but it, it, talk, it talks about how to influence people. Okay. Did you did you read books like that, or is there any book that you read that you can say that yeah, this is a book that stood out <laughs> for me, and like it it's in a, in a sense it became a, a book which you held your principles mm-hmm. on to also like building capacity and like mm-hmm. just building who you are as a
2: mentor. Right. Um. That's quite interesting because when it comes to books, I've, 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 um, man, I'm, I'm quite far away from, from, from actually saying that I'm a book reader. As much as I buy books, Mm -hmm. I subscribe to online, um, book libraries and resources. I download lots of them.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, when I was building initially, I was not a books person. Yeah. Books bored me <laughs> <laughs> okay. like um okay. man i like yeah. movies sure i sure. like series yeah but reading for 2 hours just to get one point okay that for me was like uh man this is this is not doing it for me yeah. just get straight to the point man mm. i mean you get people that like novels and they'd be like sure. i read the book before i watch the movie i'm like why read the book mo- why read the book if you can just watch the movie yeah. like no it's
1: yeah. not the same yeah.
2: for me um I'm all about information. Yeah. I don't care what form it's presented in. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
2: Yeah, I think that that that, that rounds it up very well. Because yeah. when I'm looking for information, I'll look for whatever source has it. If it's a person, I'll learn from the person. Okay. Um, As much as books are good and really good, I totally recommend books. Even in my mentorship, I recommend books. I send books almost every now and then. <laughs> I receive books every now and then. But... When it comes to learning, I'm not going to limit anyone to saying you must read a book if you want, if you really want to learn. Mm-hmm. If what you want to learn is in a YouTube video, save Why yourself not? some time. Yeah. If what you need to learn is in someone. If you haven't written a book, let's say for today, mm-hmm. you have never written a book about how to start a podcast. Okay. But if I want to start a podcast, mm-hmm. do I need to wait for your book or could I just ask you? Oh, I you see. see. I so see. limiting ourselves, the, I, I, like the, I like the objective, the goal. Mm. I'm looking at results. Mm. If I do this, will it give me the results I'm looking for? Yeah, the methodology may be popular. Uh, um maybe po- uh, the popular method we may be reading books mm. to get information and sure. to learn. But if I talk to Shepard, will I be able to come up with um uh, will I be able to come out with the answers that I'm looking for? Mm. If I can get the answers from talking to Shepard, then why should I spend two more hours reading a book? The other thing that I didn't like about books is that, I've met a lot of people around um, around the walks of life, sure. different spheres and, you yeah. know, different kinds of people, very interesting people. Um, but I have really come across people who have applied 80% of what they read or 20% of what they read. So <laughs> yeah. when I come across people that tell me about, oh, I read this book and talks about this and that and that that, and then tomorrow I meet you and you're suffering from the results you were talking about yesterday okay. from a book that you already read. Yeah. A book that's now on your shelf. You read it and it's on your shelf okay. already. That to me doesn't make sense. Mm. I'd rather read a book, not own it, but still apply what it says. Because that's the, that's, the, that's the purpose of information. Sure. The reason we do engineering is because we want to use the solutions that engineering avails to us. Mm. It's not so that we can claim that I have a qualification, mm. otherwise... For me, people that claim qualifications but have no contribution out of that qualification—it's—I um, I wouldn't say useless, but yeah, it's close. It's not useful. <laughs> it's not useful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I think that's
1: quite—that's quite interesting because um, I guess one of the like the things that I've observed from far—it—it mm. it has always been like being a result person. That's, right. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's 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 the core of it. Yeah, because I remember um in our small interactions, every time when I would be talking to you, I am more of an argumentative person. So I'll yeah. I'll <laughs> go in into a yeah, conversation yeah. True, and true, then right? like we have that back and forth. Like, yeah. hey man, but what is how about this? How about this? Sure. And then I, I I've noticed with you you're just more on a result person, like to say, okay, now rather let me just go for something which makes sense for me, which is just talking to a person or just listening on, or to a YouTube channel yeah. or whatever. So I, th- I think it's quite interesting to find out that there, there are people who are like different in terms of how they object in their objective. Would you put that under temperament or would you put it under just who you are? I don't I, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know. It's, do, you, do you credit that to like a, a temperament that you have or something?
2: I, I I um, I okay. I'll try to answer this question. Yeah. But the thing is, temperament is uh, uh, like when I, when I'm hearing the word temperament, I'm already thinking the popular four known uh, temperaments. Sure. But sure. But then, in, in my experience with temperaments, it's been quite interesting. Okay. Um, I noticed that my temperament has not been the same as I was growing up. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Because initially, um, before I even knew about temperaments, okay, I just, I just knew that if I'm doing something, I need to calculate how this thing is done. Like I want, I want details before mm. I, before I shoot out, I need details. I need to prepare and know that, okay, so this is where we're launching from. That's where we're going. Mm. No matter what happens on the way, we'll get there sure. and okay, here's the plan. Mm-hmm. Just for laying it out, and then whatever happens on the way, we must still get back to the plan. Sure. So, uh, um, what's what's the the word for it? The um, I remember the color they said it's blue. Um, what's the word for for that temperament? Uh, for the temperament. Yes. It starts with a C, I think. Choleric choleric thank you yes that's that's the one yeah so very calculative logical Mm -hmm. if I if I'm gonna do this I need I need logic okay why am I doing this Mm -hmm. and how are we gonna do this and how do we get there Mm -hmm. sometimes it becomes um, a a distraction when things don't go the way I want it because I'm like oh man the plan has failed so Mm -hmm. halfway I would give up
0: Mm -hmm.
2: but then Intentionally, I decided to change some things. I didn't even know about temperaments at all. I sure. was just deciding that, okay, a part of me about this, um, I, I would say maybe it's in character, that yeah. I'd like, I
0: don't
2: like, I, do I don't like the way I do this. I don't like the way I do this. I need okay. to change this about myself. Sure. And um, great enough for me, I I, I met a mentor uh, who, who taught me how to um, actually navigate the space of changing myself. Okay. I remember clearly I was just a, I was just a new in Cape Town like 2 months in and I was just you know trying to figure out life how does sure, the sure. world revolve around when there's an ocean near it cuz <laughs> all along I was staying in a place where like you know when inland you, inland inland <laughs> Deep in the inland, sure. So I uh, was like, "Yeah, man, let me just try and figure out life around here." Um, I don't like the dry atmosphere. The the, the the atmosphere itself. The air is just so dry. I'm like, man, it's "What's hot? the humid?" <laughs> it's, it's it's too dry. Like yeah. I can't smell that freshness of the air. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, I I met I met a mentor. Um, he's actually my pastor now. Sure, sure. And I was so grateful to to meet him. Yeah. Um, and he taught me a a lot. I'd say he's, he, since I, I decided that he's my mentor, mm. I've learned so much from him and there wouldn't be mentorship at all if mm. I didn't have a mentor myself. Oh, yeah. Initially, yeah. I didn't even know about mentorship. Like I was just like, you know, man, I, I got friends. I got YouTube. I got, you know, Google. I yeah. got Instagram codes, which almost killed me one time. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> It's a dangerous space. <laughs> so so what do you mean on,
1: on Instagram
2: codes? What, what, Instagram yeah. Really uh, I mean, okay. That's actually a very interesting one because yeah. there was this this one time um what I mean maybe this may explain it better Sure um there was with there was this one time I saw a quote on Instagram clearly remember that was in 2018 towards the end of the year and the quote was saying something like the bravest lion will always be found alone and there was a nice picture of a lion okay. you know how bold okay. lions just yeah. exude boldness yeah. mm-hmm. and that strength like mm-hmm. I'm the strongest. I'm alone. I'm like, okay, king of the jungle. Cool, king of the jungle. You <laughs> sure. don't mind rolling alone, but sure, sure. Unfortunately, fortunately, as soon as I saw that quote, I remembered a documentary I had watched about lions. Okay. Lions live in families called pride or groups called a pride. Sure. You know. Sure. And the only lion that, um, according to that documentary. Mm-hmm the only lion that was living alone was a female lion or the other one that did that was a male lion mm-hmm. so in that family there was like um the female which which is the one who was bearing the kids uh, i mean the the cubs the, the the little ones yeah and taking care of them then there was the father okay. the big guy you know the, the one in charge of the tribe yeah and then there was the 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 there were two younger lions, but they were like kind of juvenile stage because sure, now they're sure. starting to show their mane is developing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as they were growing, one of them decided to challenge their father for the um, you know, the right to be the, the, the top of the the, the top dog in the in the in the in the group. Sure. And after that fight, he lost. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of banished. Banished, yeah. And that was the only time he was found alone.
1: Interesting. So
2: rebellion was what led him to being alone
0: okay then
2: okay. there was the female lion mm-hmm. who was now once upon a time also found alone mm-hmm. but that was after she gave birth mm-hmm. and she knew that one of the cubs is not doesn't belong to the uh, um, the leader of this pride mm-hmm. so that means she had committed some adultery on the side okay. and now one of okay. the cubs doesn't belong to the father
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I had heard a story about lions eating their own um, babies like male lions, okay. and then female lions being are, are, are defensive about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Interestingly, turns out that male lions don't eat their own cubs. Okay, they'll chow the other ones that are not their own sons because they can actually smell okay. the DNA somehow. I, okay. They can sure. smell what's theirs and what's not. Sure, sure. And so the only time the female lion was on its own, mm-hmm. it was. Um, After it was, it it, it took the babies away from the pride. Like she found like a hidden place Mm -hmm. to hide the babies until they are matured enough to go back and join the tribe. Sure. But even after that, as soon as the babies came back to join the tribe. Sure. The the one that didn't belong in that tribe was actually killed on the very first day.
1: That's interesting. It seems like you just also explained this. The story of Simba.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, now we know the mystery. And <laughs> yeah, now we know, guys. When you're
1: explaining the story about lions, I mean, you actually went to like to the length of actually learning yeah. about the the lions, but sorry to, yeah. to digress a little bit. But yeah, I, I was just just seeing the story of it playing yeah, in the back you of know. my mind. Yeah.
2: So. So I I, I, liked, I liked how that story rolled out. Sure. But then when I saw this Instagram quote, I was like, ooh, no, this looks so powerful, and it but, looks well-designed. You know yes. those Instagram quotes that show you that, yes. my man, this is not a meme. This, sure. is, a, this is a quote, yeah. and you screen grab, and you post, and you make your um, and you profile sound, picture. you also
1: sound powerful as you post it, yeah. Posted, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Especially powerful. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, this is not correct.
1: Yeah, it looks very true, but
2: it's... It really looks very wrong. true. It yeah. looks very convincing, but it's not correct. Yeah. Because just uh, um, biologically speaking, if we're talking about um, the, the 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 science of life, of mm-hmm. lions, this is incorrect. Yeah. So let's address that first. Mm-hmm. I understood that the maybe the quote was meant to encourage someone that, you know, it's fine to be alone. But then I also realized that being alone is also dangerous in life. Mm-hmm. Being alone is quite dangerous. Being, uh, um, for example, solitary confinement is a punishment in prisons. Okay. So it shows you the extremity of being alone, yeah. how dangerous it can turn out. Hmm. Um, and also being alone means that you have nobody to help you. Sure. Let me, let me, let me um, take it from the most renowned book in life throughout mm. every, uh, um, the existence of man. Mm-hmm. And the best-selling book in the world every year. <laughs> All right. Um, from the Bible. Sure. <laughs> the Bible tells you that... Um, what does the Bible tell you? <laughs> the Bible tells yeah, you many sure. things. It
1: is, it is a lot of content. The yeah. Bible
2: tells you that um, two are better than one. All right. And yet it tells you that even three is even better. Yeah. So if you listen to that and compare it to an Instagram quote, I'll always choose the Bible over
0: mm-hmm.
2: any other reading, sure. over any other publishing. Um, maybe to answer your 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 uh, was it the second question about any book that I would. Base myself on any book that I read. Sure. I've always been a fan of the Bible. My first Bible mm. was um, in my home language in Venda. Uh, um, my dad bought mm. it for me and he's like, okay, uh, okay. there's it had only New Testament Psalms and Proverbs. Okay. There was a time my dad it, was, was not it around those, for was like... Was those little blue books? No, no, it, it wasn't blue. There was a blue one okay. that I found. I think it was in school. Yeah, mm. we were given at school. But then when I got home, uh, my dad had bought one and he just kept it lying around. And I was like, um... I think i just want to see what this thing is like okay the thing that interested me was actually the book cover It didn't okay. look like a bible all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so the pictures was like oh let me check this out what sure. was this book about i don't discover oh, it's just a bible discover these uh, guys nice pictures no mm. man this this book is boring i was young sure sure i mean so one day i decided you know what let me just read this thing yeah I went through the first page and it was a story. I think it's I started in Matthew, the names were not so interesting. So I skipped okay. to another page, another page, another page. Mm-hmm. Until I got to the the stories. So the stories I'm talking about the gospels. Okay. And I think I read through the whole Gospels, one mm. after another, until I was like, wait, why do this look like it's the same book? Well, didn't I read this before? Sure. I didn't know about Luke, Matthew, and all of that. I sure. was reading per page. I was oh, looking yeah. at the page numbers, yeah. the chapters, mm. and everything. I didn't know about all of that stuff sure. yet. But that's when I met the Bible. That mm. was my first experience with the Bible. And then throughout my life, I've always had a Bible next to me. Mm. I didn't know of any other books. and. The times when I was not really reading a Bible, I was always being taught from the Bible. Mm. So I think if I am to claim any book being superior or building me and my values and my morals, any guideline about what I do or what I am, it would always go back to the Bible. Okay. Not only being as a religious book um, because I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. I still use the Bible talking to mentees that are not Christian and when i use the content that's in the bible to advise them mm-hmm. they don't know until i show them that this actually came from the bible okay so that that's also how i actually do my mentorship um, the principles you 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 said that word and it always catches me um like wherever i see that word mm. that's the big thing that's the big thing that I, I, I um i think i'm more in pursuit of in life sure principles because principles are actually very interesting Throughout history, things happen. Okay. But principles remain the same. Principles, they remain all the same. It's sure. like, it's like um, even laws change, but principles remain the same. Okay. The principle of gravity has always been the same. Okay. You may change the 9.81 to 9.80 or 9.79, depending on where you are on Earth, mm-hmm. but gravity remains gravity.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So principles are so constant and so reliable. That's why I think. Learning the principles has made me being able to help different people everywhere. I was talking to one of my mentees yesterday. Um, he's, um, he's, he's, he's one of the people that are leading the mentorship in um, academics, in in, in, in in stable mentorship sure. um, in a CPUT campus, sure. different campuses. So what we were talking about was, how to get distinctions. He's been getting distinctions just like that and it's it's been nice. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about how to get distinctions mm. and I'm like, did you notice that the principles of getting distinctions are not so different from the principles of starting a business and making it prosperous, starting an organization and making it pro- prosperous, even if you're just starting a podcast to make it prosperous. Mm. Principles are like... the 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 bricks they're like the building blocks It's like the The elements yes Mm -hmm. you see you can find water you can find uh uh, water in a bottle like this you can find spring water you can find sea water different all of that but that's like the result the elements that made these two things is two things hydrogen and oxygen the elements the very core of the elements Mm -hmm. that's just hydrogen and oxygen Mm -hmm. so principles are like elements and when you have the elements you can build whatever you want from hydrogen and oxygen alone many different things can be made okay when you bring carbon you have a whole stream of learning that someone is just learning throughout life called organic chemistry Mm -hmm. which was a very interesting subject in high school (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) yeah so principles have turned out to be like the core of my uh, um of, of my, uh, um, of my, of my mentorship. So learning principles is one of the things that really helps me to help other people Mm. instead of just learning like, okay, how do I help a guy to, to do, to do a a podcast? How do I help a student become more productive in their studies? Principles keep on repeating again and again, history may change, but the principles that are bringing history are still the very same since the beginning.
1: Um. That's 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 quite interesting because, uh, yeah. um, Because one of one of the things that I've I've realised with your uh, mentorship logo, it has. uh, I know we were just talking about uh, lions now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You also have an eagle there on your on your on your. But there's just a lot in terms of. I just want you to explain in terms of how exactly do you run your mentorship? Who are your clients, and then. what what are you actually mentorship? What do you like focus more on? Okay. Is it is it just uh, maybe I working more with students or I working more with literally anyone? Okay. So I just want to, can you just explain a little bit on your like what what exactly do you do you share on in terms of your all right mentorship? Huh. Well,
2: um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> when um when I started the mentorship, yeah. Um, all I wanted was just, you know, just advise boys, young, find young boys and advise Mm. them, you know, advise them on how to, you know, be a better boy. Uh, Um, I was not as wild as I thought I was in life when I was growing up, but uh, so I was like, you know, man, you, God has kept you. So try and, uh, share the same grace upon others. Um, uh, just advise some young boys and, you know, help them grow well. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Sure. Truly, 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 when I started stable mentorship, all I wanted was just, you know, young boys. Mm. But then looking at the lessons, because I, I have a draft of, um, I think it was about 31 pages of how, what lessons am I going to be teaching? And I noticed that these things are not exclusively for boys. They're not exclusively for men, even if I would say, let's just increase the age. So I was sure. like, let's open this thing wide okay. and whoever catches on, catches on. All right, and I've seen it attract people of different walks in life. And being more specific, I I I, I started praying about it. Um, I, I'm a person who likes spending time with God. Mm. I like I like I like to spend time with God, not only to to say um, have some religious time, uh, like uh, okay, it's prayer time, it's Bible reading time, but just me. I, I understand that God is the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. So if he's the creator, he's got to have some answers for what I'm looking for. Sure. And most of the time, even when I'm going to prayer, it's not just to spend time in prayer, but I need results. Like, okay, results will keep coming. This word will keep repeating anywhere we meet, sure. anything we're sure. talking about. Mm-hmm. That word will keep, in, um, will keep coming out a lot if mm-hmm. you're talking to me because I want results. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't care how we get results, but I want results. If it's ethical, if no one uh, uh, is harmed, if it's moral, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, if no one dies, let's get results, mm-hmm. yeah. So in, in my mentorship, I had to pray about it. And in praying about it, the conclusion was that I need to mentor or I need to produce, you see, the focus is on results. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really care how they come. Mm-hmm. I don't really care who I'm mentoring. The thing is that whoever I'm mentoring, at the end of this thing, it's either they become a leader in what they are doing, okay, or they have leadership potential in or, or in their future they have a, a leadership and aspira- like they aspire to be in leadership. Sure. If not, then they must be a specialist in their field. Mm-hmm. Hence, why I'm not surprised that in my mentorship I keep meeting people that are, um, if they're students. There's, they are working in a, like a distinctions and high, um, you know, high performance kind of uh, students. Sure. And then if I'm meeting people that are um, not academically driven, mm-hmm. they're not just going through life to say, OK, I need to finish school, get a job and then, you know, keep doing life. But sure. they have something that they want to do in life. Like yeah. um, I want to do something. I have something that I need to do in life. It's like after they've found what to do for a living, they have mm-hmm. found what they need to do. What they, what they live to do. Yeah. And if they haven't, sticking around in this mentorship um, platform definitely shows you into that uh, um, direction where you need to discover why you are living because I'm, I'm not even intimidated by uh, um, anyone who may be in the mentorship program and doing better than me in um, some aspects. I'm actually proud of them.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: love it when people do better than me because yeah. I remember the reason I started this whole thing is that, I'm going to be advising, I'm going to be helping leaders. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be a leader in politics, Mm -hmm. man, you got to know better about politics than I do. I'm your mentor. I'm not the politician. Okay. So if I'm helping, that's the other thing about helping people. You help people and they become better than you. (laughs) Which is quite an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. I have this um, deep admiration for teachers. Okay. Man, I love teachers, especially those who are in primary schools. Mm-hmm. You know, a teacher will teach you mathematics, and you go and become a mathematician.
0: Yeah.
2: And you're, you... I mean, somebody had to teach uh, um, Nikola Tesla science, mm. but they never had a patent on anything scientific. Okay. Somebody had to teach uh, uh, um, Archimedes, Archimedes um, the mathematician. Somebody had to teach him mathematics. Okay. But they were never documented as the mathematician of any age. Mm. So that's one thing I really love about mentorship. If I'm mentoring somebody, I need to build them in a such a way that whatever I'm building them towards, whatever they're, whatever is their main thing in life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: they need to be way better than me. My basic understanding that I would give them, the advices that I would give them need to come to a point where I have to go back to the square uh, to the drawing board and be like how do I help this person again because mm. everything I had is now useless to them. Oh, I see. Until we get to that point, I haven't finished my job yet. So, which means uh,
1: in in a nutshell, your clientele is you're open to almost everyone yes. that that comes to you. So, yes. anyone who comes to you you are ready to give them answers i'm as, ready as mr I'm ready. stable <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i'm this. ready but um yeah
2: actually uh, um you asked about um the the mentorship um you asked about stable mentorship yeah. so if you if you come to stable mentorship you'll realize that it's not about me okay it's a platform it's not a person all right so i'm one of the mentors currently i'm one of the mentors but we have Different uh, mentors, for example, I just mentioned one of my mentors in uh, one like of the academics. mentors in academics. Sure. Um, I'm also working on something uh, different currently, but um, you know, not to spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's not let's not bring spoilers. Nobody likes spoilers. Man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in every form of involvement, the people that I have around me, if you are a leader in what you're doing you are qualified enough to be a mentor to somebody. Mm-hmm. You may not be an all-rounded mentor like myself where I'm, I'm generally mentoring any kind of person into anything that they want to do. Sure. But if you are a, a, um, a um, in one thing and you're just doing this one thing, you see, mine is mentorship mm-hmm. and if I'm mentoring people, I need to be so open to learning. I need to be open, like an open field and, being an open field means that I need to allow people to also exercise their um, capacities. Mm-hmm. If you're a specialist, let's say, might be in, mm-hmm. a, um, what's, what's, what's a field that's trending? IT maybe? IT, you're okay. a specialist in IT. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, somebody who's also interested in IT. Yeah, You are better capable of mentoring them than I am, because what they need is not just general mentorship. But they need somebody who can make them the best in IT. Mm. I think I'm better off just being a gateway to you as a a specialist. So stable mentorship now transforms from becoming um, a person-driven mentorship into becoming a goal oriented mentorship. So that's why we make it a platform where mentors meet mentees. Oh, so everybody who's also in the program um mentorship program sure by virtue that the mentorship that I supply or I provide or we we provide a stable mentorship is aimed at producing specialists and leaders mm. if you are a leader in your industry if you're a specialist in your industry man you're a qualified uh, mentor in this platform so we are we are, lo- we are literally just um, a congregation of mentors that's that's so
1: nice um it's <laughs> interesting that um i'm not really clued up on mentorship <laughs> okay. yeah but uh, i mean just the general different ways of mentorship i know that yeah. um there's uh, motivational speakers that are in trouble yes. out there <laughs> because yes. they have the, they, they, the way that they start their stories that i started with a toothpick <laughs> now i'm creating paper <laughs> you know yeah Yo, I, I i i think that's uh What makes you different from motivational speakers, in in a sense? Because I think there's there's a side of motivational speakers and mentorship. All right. So, like, what what makes it like a huge difference between mentorship and uh, motivational speakers?
2: Okay, motivational speakers are simple. I'm one of the motivational speakers as well. Okay. But I'm a mentor. Motivational speaking is one of the jobs of a mentor. There are times when your mentee or the people that are around you um, need you to just motivate them. They don't really need advice. They don't really need strategies. They're just looking for motivation. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to motivate them. But then motivation doesn't go far. Mm -hmm. If I can motivate you right now, I can motivate you and you feel pumped. You feel energetic like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And you get up and you start doing something. But the moment I leave... Tomorrow you still have to wake up and do your own thing again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Ment- uh, um motivational speaking won't work for you. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on external drives every day to do your life. You need an internal motivation for yourself. That's where mentorship comes in. Sure. Mentorship or my mentorship is not for uh, um is is not for you to do what um you need to do per se. That's not the that's not the, 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 the what, what's, what's the word? The that's not the, that's not the purpose. Yeah. Yes. That's not the purpose. My purpose of mentorship is mainly on character. Okay. Your character, your yeah. values, your morals, your, your, your core, your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading a book by Dr. Miles Munroe, um, the power of character in leadership. Okay. And just in the introduction, I caught something very interesting. He was addressing the the problem of why we have so many people who are in leadership but they lack leadership in them. What he was trying to say was that so many people are in positions, so many people are trust entrusted with um with with, with responsibilities. Sure. But their character is so flawed that the way they do it becomes um it it, it kind of cancels out the reason of their leadership appointment so they can build up what they need to build up you leave them maybe um they are head of finance Mm -hmm. they 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 handle the finances just fine but then money keeps disappearing because this person's way of handling money is um flawed they keep on stealing money for example or money laundering money money this money that fraud any kind of money crime Mm. but the reason that's happening is not because this person doesn't know how to handle money Mm-hmm. This person has a degree, maybe a PhD in um, accounting, so we know that this person is well qualified. They have the skills. Yeah, but the problem is the morals. When this person sees money, they just think it's money. I need to calculate if I can balance the sheets. Whatever is left out, I can do whatever I want with it. Sure. If I can make the sheets balance, even if the money is not well balanced, mm-hmm. if I can make them balance, I can hide money and you know so people find ways of cheating the system of, of what they're doing in their leadership or in their jobs um and still find ways to to do to commit crimes because yeah. it's not on the skills skill will never stop you from disappointing your morals okay you can have as much skill that you need to do the job but when it comes to how you do the job where you st- uh, um uh, um setting the limits of the do's and don'ts mm-hmm. that's on morals Okay. So my mentorship would be working on um, your morals, your character. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I intentionally delay some advices or some conversations with some mentees. um, Like, because let's say, for example, a mentee wants to grow a, a YouTube channel. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I see you want to do something good. But then looking at the character, the reason of growing the YouTube channel is flawed. Why do you want to do a YouTube channel? I just want to be famous. Okay. That's one of the reasons. Why,
1: why would you say
2: famous is being <laughs> flawed? <laughs> um, I, I, would, I would say be, just being famous is flawed because it's not really that I just want to be famous. Okay. There's an influence behind being famous that they saw an image that's attached to being famous that yeah. they're portraying. So mm. they just see something and they're like, no, I want to be famous as well. Mm. You know, being famous, but why do you want to be famous? If there's no reason behind I want to be famous, um, it's not reason enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as somebody may question, but who are you to decide what's the right reason? Mm. Um, there, there's, there, there's two answers to this. There's the naive one, which might sound dope on the internet. Okay. But then there's the, uh, um, the other reason, which is um, purpose of why we are in this world mm. needs to be the key reason of why we do things. Okay not just to be famous famous serves no purpose on its own okay until you attach a purpose to your fame mm. for example um, we have uh, um, the the painting of the Mona Lisa it's very famous mm-hmm. but what's the purpose of the Mona Lisa um I wouldn't know but it,
1: probably the person who, who, who drew it
2: the person who would who yeah the person who drew it would would probably know the person who painted it would probably know but I find art very interesting because mm-hmm. if you ask most people who are interested in art, they tell you that it doesn't need to have a reason. <laughs> I'm looking at one art on the wall right now. It doesn't okay. need to have a reason. That's sure. that's the thing. It's abstract art, like one of um some of the most expensive paintings. I saw this other painting that sold for like 144 million dollars on the uh, on, on an auction. Okay, and to me. I was not yet into abstract art. So I was like, this is a waste of money. Okay. Because all it is, it looks like someone just threw paint on a wall and whatever came out, they're like, done. Okay. But that's art. Life is not art. Life has purpose. And that's a mentor's job to make you realize that before I make you just run in a wild goose doing so perfect in your job. I need you to understand why you do this job. If you understand why you do what you're doing, there's no way you'll flow away from the purpose of what you're doing and become a criminal in that what you're doing. If I work on your character, I am sure wherever you go, even if you decide to change your jobs, even if you Mm -hmm. decide to change your career, even if you decide to change that, actually, you know what? I'm not interested in logistics company anymore. I just wanna do, I just wanna serve coffee. Mm Your character will still keep you so in touch with purpose that you won't be um, you you won't be you, you won't be hacking your way through life. Mm-hmm. You'll be doing things in a moral way. You'll be doing things in a way that you 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 mind the well-being of other people. Mm-hmm. And you 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 are purpose when your purpose-driven, everything falls into place. There's this book by my mentor um discovering your purpose by um, Pastor Amto Gwebu. Mm-hmm. It talks about. Um, there's this one chapter that says, what happens if purpose is neglected? Okay. I had had my mentor talk about this many times, but until I read the book, <laughs> this is the contrary to, to, to the first point perhaps, mm-hmm. that until I read the book, I didn't really catch it. Okay. And I needed it for myself because I noticed that there's areas in my life where my character seems to be out of shape for what I'm doing Mm. then I noticed that no man I'm stretching my purpose here this is outside my purpose I was like no man it's closer to mentorship I I gotta figure this out I need to figure this out but I noticed that every time I try to figure this out it takes like the whole world kind of effort to just get one small thing done and the book told me that when when you when you when you ignore your purpose or when you neglect your purpose You'll end up in an area where your weakness is amplified more than your strength. Okay. You end up looking weak. But you're not really weak. It's just that if you try to use a, a um I like this one. If you try to use a spoon as a microphone, it's a very bad item. Okay. Okay. It doesn't do the, the, the transferring of the of the of the voice. Yeah. If you try to use a microphone as a spoon it won't be able to pick up the soup that you're trying to pick out or the sugar you're trying to pick out from the sugar basin into the, into the, tea, uh, into the tea that you want to drink. Sure. But the two things may be similarly shaped. They have uh, like a knob at the top and a kind of a stick at the bottom. Yeah. But purpose is what we need to focus on. So to wrap in my message problem, the focus is purpose. If you want to do purpose well, you need to be, first of all, in good character of yourself. A spoon is a in shape, but it's rusted, it could force you. Okay. That's interesting. I
1: think... Now, where does iMove Academic comes in? Because right. now you, uh, I I know you have um, a lot of volumes of content, <laughs> but um, you I know you're a student and yes. you're pushing the me- uh, um, stable mentorship, yes. right? And then now, how does uh, to just to understand? Because I I I know you personally, so <laughs> sure. chances are I I know that you started with. Stable mentorship. Stable. So the, the balance between your schoolwork and starting businesses mm. and, and that, how, how are you balancing the two? All right.
2: Um, that's another interesting question. I like your questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> sure. um, the, the balance between this is actually quite interesting. I remember in 2019, I struggled quite a lot with my academics because I didn't find that balance. I was just starting to do business. That's when I established stable mentorship. Sure. Um, The balance was quite rough and my academics suffered um, quite a lot. So the balance, um, to answer your question, where does iMove Academy come in? As a mentor, um, my job is also to empower the people that I'm mentoring okay and i realized that one of the things that's hard to do is making a living out of mentorship
1: interesting
2: <laughs> yeah especially when you're just starting so, like like myself. so money
1: still
0: becomes a big <laughs>
2: qualification that i'm studying for mm-hmm. the reason i i had to start a business was because i was like i need to be financially uh, um viable i need i need i need some financial freedom sure um enough to do what i need to do and not be stuck in a job mm. and looking at engineering for me to do anything that i need to do i would have to be uh, i would have to be in a job for quite a long time until i reach that financial freedom that i'm looking at mm. i actually sat down and did the whole calculation of how much do i really want sure i it's one of the odd questions that people don't really ask but i was like how much do i really need in life
1: okay what what, what 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 are you like um what is the gauge of when you say what you need like Okay. Are, you, are you looking at the house? Are you looking at maintaining your future wife? Are you looking at mm-hmm. the car? <laughs> what are you looking at to gauge in terms right. of
2: how much do you need? Okay. When I'm looking at how much I need, it's yeah. because it's it's easy for me to predict the future because I know my purpose. So purpose keeps coming back or, uh, into the picture. Okay, I know why I'm alive. I know what I'm living to do. So I need to look at the cost of all of this, beginning with um, just maintaining myself, Maintaining uh, all of that—the house, the the, um, the house, the cars, the wife, the land, the, everything else included, uh, family and personal expenses included—because money is just a tool, okay. and money just happens to be the tool that we quite like to use to exchange. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting in this age how it's trans- it's changing you know, from physical all of these crypto digital. Mm-hmm. Well, not to get lost. <laughs> sure, she's <sure. laughs> got a deep trench in there. Yeah. So. I, I had to look at it that um, how do I make myself financially free without staying in a job? Because I realized that one of my most valued assets as, as a mentor is my personal time. It's my time. Okay. The freedom to decide what to do with my time, which getting a job might take a big chunk of that, quite big. I remember when I had a job, I didn't have my own time. I'd be coming back from, um, from work and I'm like, man, I'm too tired to do anything. Let me just watch a movie and sleep just tonight, just tonight. Okay. And tomorrow it'd be the same cycle. The following day, it becomes the same cycle until it became a habit and I'm like, oh, excuse me. And then I realized that I keep doing this daily. It's mm-hmm. becoming a routine. And it's not because I don't have time in the evening. At that time, I was still uh, the kind of person that would do all nighters. Like I didn't mind doing twenty-four hours without sleeping because okay. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But then, after doing my job for like eight hours, uh, um, then when I come back to do anything I want to do at home, I'm too tired to do anything. So I need the energy. I need the the the, the, the freedom to decide what to do with my energy and my time sure. every day. Mm-hmm. To be able to do that i then realized that the only way to get this done is if i have a financial income stream that can do this without me being actively in the job so i need passive income interesting getting passive income is a thing that takes time to build and i realized that i need to start and i need to start sooner or else by the time i really want to do this it might be a bit late and i might not be able to fulfill my purpose so I decided that um i need to I need to start an income I need to start an income stream, but in doing that, I can't do this if I'm still studying I can't do this if uh, um I need to be uh, um mentoring people
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I had a nice discovery again when I decided that you know what let me spend some time with god okay so yeah i he's he's a big friend of mine. (laughs) Yeah, he he comes very handy in life. And um, I I can't take any credit away from God. And um, in spending time with God um, at that time, um, I had another answer from God that if I'm going to do what I need to do, Mm -hmm. I'll need several income streams, especially with the kind of expenses that um, I'm gonna need to actually do my mentorship well, to do my, to serve my purpose well. And I then realized that there's something else that I'm so rich of. Okay. Besides that, my time is what I need the most for mentorship. I'm surrounded by people and most of these people are either my mentees or just friends. These people, some of them need my help. Some of them need the financial freedom. Some of them need um, this kind of help, different kinds of help. Mm -hmm. But then I decided that, you know what, if I'm going to do this, all of my mentees are doing something in life, and they also need their financial freedom. Mm -hmm. Most of my mentees have um, kind of an initiative or or, or like... um, was this, and as they they aspire quite a lot to be entrepreneurial in in um in their approach. Okay. So I decided that I need to have as many of these kind of people around me doing actively their businesses because this is what they love to do. This is what they wanna do. If they wanna do a, um a star um not a Starbucks. If they wanna do a a, a coffee shop for themselves. Sure. And uh, um. They just want to do a coffee shop and be the best coffee shop in South Africa. Yeah. If I own just maybe 1% of that coffee shop, I'd get something out of it. Okay. Let's say the coffee shop multiplies more and more. I'd get even more. Mm -hmm. If this is just one mentee and then there's another mentee with another kind of business, let's say it's logistics, another one is into farming, another one is into different things. If I just have shares in their businesses, I have a good passive income that I can actually trust because these are people whose values, whose morals and whose principles in business I have contributed to build Mm -hmm. or have built um, uh, sort of entirely uh, in quotations. So I decided that let me start. And let me get some of my mentees into business. So I found one of my friends, um, I'd say friend than mentee, because we are more friends than mentee, a uh, mentor and mentee kind of relationship. Okay. So I was like, you know what, man, let's do something. Um, let's start a business. This is the kind of thing we want to do. And this is the kind of thing um, we would be expected, that this is what would be expected from both of us. He happened to be unemployed. And I was like, this is perfect. That means this man has time. And time is what I need the most from each of the mentees that are doing business Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to be actively in the business. Sure, I have the ideas. I I also happen to have like a lot of ideas. Like a day would not pass by without me writing down an idea. Mm -hmm. So that's something I do almost on a daily basis. I write down ideas, whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. If it's worth writing down, if I think it's worth writing down, I'll write it down. Yeah. Will I forget it? I most likely would forget it. But if it's written down, I'll scroll back. I'll find it again. Eventually, it might become a real thing.
1: I think. I think. Just coming back to to iAcademy, I know that iAcademy I it's, um, it's a driving school. Yes. Right. Um. Uh, just just for you to explain, coming back to iAcademy, I just how I move did you iMove Academy? iMove Academy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> iMove Academy. Yes. How did it really come about in terms of building, like starting it up, and then yeah. like just getting all the resources? what's what's the thought because what I think what intrigues me the most is trying to help other students who are students currently and just including all of these things like what what thought process are you having in as a, as 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 someone who is a student yeah. um, a mechatronics student and who's doing mentorship and I mean mentorship is one arm of who you are Yes, and then yes. How how are you really, like, what, what is the thought process in okay. terms of starting all this, the, the business?
2: All right. Um, like I said before, the goal is to have as many mentees that are doing mm. what they are doing and specializing in what they are doing sure. and being the leaders in those industries. Yeah. Um, but then money is still needed. So what I realized was that you can be rich in life and have money. Mm-hmm. But there's much more things that you need in life. Okay. If man, this is becoming very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, interestingly, to get money, you have to trade something. There's nothing for Mahala in this life. Okay. There's nothing for Mahala really. Like Mahala, if you Mahala really, means free. Free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you yeah. don't speak Greek, well yeah. <laughs> you might miss it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so if you really want to be rich, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying my best to keep it short because if I start with this one, the answer is not that, it's not that short. Sure. I'm still trying to shorten this answer because I've had this question many times.
1: You don't, you don't have to shorten it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go in and okay. just, yeah.
2: All right. Um, we might as well get into it anyway. Sure. Okay. It's fine. So. The thought process began with, I, I wanted to know the definition for success. Okay. I wanted to know what does it mean for me to be successful? At mm-hmm. what point would I say I'm successful? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main questions that I think I've asked myself in life that changed my life. At what point would I say I'm successful? Yeah. I tried asking a couple of people around me just... When I say this word, let me try it on you. <laughs> when I say this word, what what do you think of? Mm-hmm. When I say wealth, what's the first thing in your mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, when you say wealth, uh, chances are, it's it's quite a long long. <laughs> it's 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 a question which is more like purpose. What what is purpose? It's uh, okay. it's uh, it's it's very big yeah. to to answer. But wealth. I think it's having uh, enough supply uh, okay. for me.
2: Okay. Well, I think you, you have some of uh, um, the knowledge that I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> well, yeah. not like I wasn't expecting you to, to have, but um, sure. uh, um, you know, when, when you're trying to put a quiz and someone already saw the quiz somewhere else, <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, doesn't end up, it doesn't end well. But anyway, sure. um, what I wanted was just a, like a one word answer. Yeah. What's the picture? the picture like vi- visual picture that you 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 see oh uh, I, I think like co- commonly
1: we would say riches riches yes i mean okay. commonly we would say riches but i think when you look at the word wealth chances are it's enough supply of everything okay. or maybe recurring
2: supply of whatever that it is i i, I like your answer so much yeah. i like your answer so when i when i when i asked a couple of people uh two common answers came about yeah the first one was money Okay. The second answer was um, a mansion, like a big house. Interesting. And like, okay. Well, those who said money, I had a follow-up question, like, sure. how much? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you say wealth for you, the first yeah. image is money. And okay. I'm like, okay, how much? And their answers were quite amazing. Sure. Everybody's answer started in millions and billions and they went on to trillions. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Sure. I like your image. Mm. But then I, I one day asked myself that same question that at what point would I say I've made it? At what point would I say I'm successful? Sure. How much is really enough in life? Because mm-hmm. you'd be chasing quite a lot of things in life. If uh, um, I, I, I like this book a lot um, in the Bible, the book of Proverbs. Okay. And then the second book that follows after that one is um, the book of Ecclesiastes. I hope I didn't butcher it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I I noticed some wise words in that book and some wise thoughts of wisdom Mm -hmm. where the man was just showing that you can have everything in life, but what's the point of all this? And the man was saying this kind of had it all.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As the Bible describes him, the man had it all. King Solomon, he had everything. I mean, he had 700 wives, 300 wives, and a thousand wives. Okay. <laughs> Technically, okay. a thousand wives. So Yeah. 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 Quite an interesting picture, man. I mm-hmm. mean, you find one man with one wife and you're that's, like... That's <laughs> an ending supplies I guess. <laughs> you know, it's... And, and I'm not trying to devalue women, by no, the way. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Sure. But yeah, when, when I saw that, I was like, if a man who's got so much still questions having what many people call wealth, sure, then what really is wealth?
1: Okay.
2: I mean, the man's got the money, he's got the gold, he's got the houses, the chariots, which were in a form cars back then, you know, mm-hmm. if he was in this... Time of hours, I I, I think it'd be driving a Rolls Royce Cullen and and a a, a Bentley Malsain. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite (laughs) (laughs) cars. All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, man, what is really it about wealth? Mm -hmm. What are we missing about wealth? What don't we understand about wealth? Mm -hmm. And I went back to the one who knows wealth. I went back to God and I was like, I need you to give me an answer to this one. Mm. What's this thing about wealth that's so uh, um, kind of an illusion? Mm. The more you have it, the more you want to have more. Like, it seems that even those who are billionaires still want more billions. Even those who are top 10 richest people in the world are still working to maintain that status to keep on getting more and more, higher and higher. Sure. Not to say that that's a bad thing, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I started questioning questioning myself, at what point would I stop Mm. pursuing this? How much do I really need if we're talking about money? Yet, if I was building a house, how many rooms are enough? Let's forget about the money, if it's here or not. If I had all the money, Mm. how many rooms would I say are enough? Okay. Okay. If I had all the money. How many cars? What kind of cars would I say that's enough? Mm-hmm. If, so, if so I could all, get all these it all. questions,
1: all these questions, you're just trying to solve... I'm trying to solve the, the question. The question of wealth.
2: What's, what is wealth? Okay. Was the big question. Yeah. And that was the main question for that day. I, I, mm-hmm. I was at the sports field. I like to do this a lot. I, I take a walk around the sports field. It's empty. People are playing soccer, whatever, exercising, jogging. Sure. Different things. Couples, you know. It's an interesting picture. Mm. But... I like to do is just put on music, walk around the field. Sometimes without music, I just walk around meditating, thinking, praying, or or reading a book sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And in doing that, I need to walk out with an answer. Okay. There was a time I used to do it just because it was relaxing. Mm -hmm. But then there came a time when I was like, no, man, you do this a lot.
1: It has to give results. What's
2: the point of this? Sure. (laughs) What are we getting out of this? Sure you're so results oriented except with this one thing you just do it just because you want to relax it's too much time you're spending in this thing to just relax mm-hmm. what else can you work out of this thing can you maximize the outcomes of this time that you spend here yeah. you're Like, okay cool let me try and do something every time i walk around the field when i come to a certain point i need to write down something a conclusion an idea an answer a decision must be made. Mm. One of those must happen. Okay. To show that this thing is really serving a purpose. So this was your process. This was my trying process. Trying
1: to get yeah. the, the, the question, the question yes. about yes. wealth. And I, th- I think like just to bring it back to uh, what what is making you ask these questions because uh, I don't know if maybe I was not, uh, maybe that... Um, What's the one that I'm looking for? I was not yeah. that uh, ambitious. <laughs> As a student, probably I was just thinking of just passing and then yeah. go to get my
2: job. That's actually one of the... Okay, Let Yeah, me not no cut, <laughs> no cut you short. So
1: what's, what's, what's really making you ask these questions? Because I think most of us, we are asking ourselves this question of mm-hmm. we want to be successful at, yeah. at the end of the day. That's the reason why we're studying. Because um, it's, it's either it's something which is part of our purpose or it's just something that we like. Mm. Because if you're talking about purpose and money, um, uh, for myself to be to be honest, quite honest, is I feel like purpose and money are two mysterious things. Which um, it's like all of us we want to have it, but yeah. not everyone has that privilege of knowing their purpose, okay. right, or having money, right. So. <laughs> Like we just know that okay, that I want a lot of money, yeah. but you don't have the money. Yeah, you want to be a person whose purpose driven, mm-hmm. but it's like this purpose thing is quite hard to 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 figure. But what's what's the thought process? Why are you thinking about success in this deep manner? Because the way that you like, I'm just reading from how you are, like going deep into it mm-hmm. in terms of the things that you're doing. <laughs> you you are going beyond in terms of how okay. I can say a normal student
0: okay
1: is thinking about it so um. in in this answering <laughs> of this question about worth what's 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 really going on in, like in the background
2: okay um I think let's also uncover this one thing about my I don't know about me uh, before I Try and put it in a box again. Sure. Um, One of the things that has helped me in life is uh, not putting myself in a box to say, this is what you are, and this is what you're limited to. Mm -hmm. Of all the titles I like in life, beyond Mr. Stable, beyond um, whatever other title that I may have in life, (laughs) there's one title I hold the highest. Is this thing of being called human. to me it's not just um it's not just a species it's a title on its own Mm. I've seen people being called doctor and their life becomes just about what that title talks about and nothing more I have no problem with that Mm. but for me that's not me I'm not limited to a title I'm not limited to this one thing that I'm supposed to do and get out of here Mm. um so when I when when I when I'm when I'm studying engineering, um, I understand that I'm studying engineering. But then, that's a decision I made when I was young. Mm-hmm. I had not discovered some truths before I started engineering. I've often said to some of my friends that if I knew that purpose, my purpose was mentorship in life, I would have never gone into engineering. Mm. Do I regret going into engineering? Sometimes, but. I can't be regretting it anymore. Is, I is need it, to I need to make something out of it. Is it the
1: same thing where you have that um, form of pressure that you say okay? Uh, let me just finish it for my parents. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the same thing where you're like, um, hey, let me finish it for my parents so that they can just be happy, then you can't move on to your parents. That's, that's also interesting because yeah. um,
2: if it was for my parents, I think I, I've also got another qualification in um, virtual reality development, but that's that was just something that, um, it was not something that I really wanted to do. But it was something that I had an opportunity to do it, so I made use of the opportunity. Sure. But it was very interesting to see the other edge of technology that I was not aware of. Yeah. Um, especially being in a in, in a country like ours in Africa, where they say um, nothing really happens, it's just a jungle. They mm. don't know about us. <laughs> <laughs> sure. you know? Sure. So when I was when 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 I was deciding on engineering, uh, um I think engineering came because I grew up in quite a technical background. My father is uh, an artisan with has uh, an artisan in uh, mechanical engineering. Okay. So when I was growing up, I played a lot with machines and technical stuff, uh, um, electronics and all this stuff. I, I just took a big interest in them. Mm-hmm. At a point, I I was thinking, man, maybe I should just do aircraft um, mechanic. Cause yeah, I, the more the complex, the more I felt like no, this was this was good. Cause I tend to be quite curious, so mm. I, I felt like some things might not satisfy my my curiosity, uh, uh, my 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 busy brain, so mm. to say. Sure. So I need something that's going to be challenging to to keep my busy brain busy. Mm. So I thought engineering should be the thing. I didn't know the perp- the question about purpose, but mm. in following engineering, um, I came across the way that helped me discover my purpose so i don't regret it at all i don't think i would have discovered my purpose if i didn't follow engineering Mm -hmm. um because i would have ended up in a place where i was fine with the job i was doing and all of that but what makes me ask this question um part of it is that it's kind of a loop right here because the answer is my purpose makes me ask these questions Mm -hmm. in being a mentor you need to understand um quite a vast of things if i'm a mentor and um one of my mentees has a question about money i can answer them about money but then what about the other part of their life i can i can help you get the money that you need i can help you get the promotion that you need Uh, um, you know get the 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 ethics that will get you promoted at work and get the, the higher paying job I can help you uh, do the, the YouTube channel and make it bloom. I can help you do the company and make it bloom. But you have money. Then what? It, it um, to be honest, I don't think I know why I ask these questions. Okay. But I believe that my purpose makes me ask questions like this. Mm-hmm. These are questions I never asked before when I thought engineering was the reason I was... Mm-hmm. living so um, asking these questions is because I have answers that I need to give oh. I have a purpose that I serve mm-hmm. and when I'm asked a question I need to be able to answer it before it's asked I need to have the que- the, the, the answer that's one of the most interesting things about uh, mentorship i at first I used to find myself, saying the same thing to everybody. I was like, no, man, I gave this guy. I was asking after, let's say, after a session with uh, one of my mentees earlier on, Sure. I'd be like, I had a session with this guy and this guy wants to do art. But my the answers I'm giving are quite similar to the answers I gave to someone who wants to start a business. And then, so I was like, no, man, my answers are too redundant. It's like, I don't know much in life. It's like the things I know are just, I'm just dishing out what I know, but I don't really know what they need. Okay. So... How do I best prepare for what they need? Mm -hmm. It also took me to ask one of the other questions, which I think I adopted from somewhere because I had heard this before. Like, um, you know, what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of life? (laughs) Okay, Okay, what does life really mean? Why are we here?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question.
2: And that question really is the key question of purpose. Mm -hmm. What's the meaning of life? Is simply what is my purpose in life mm-hmm. life in itself if you were not alive there would be no life to you <laughs> yes, that's, yeah that's quite so, I did. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah if you were not alive there would be no life to you mm-hmm. so instead of trying to discover the purpose of life as a whole mm-hmm. try and discover your purpose in life
0: mm-hmm.
2: what's the purpose of this uh, um let's say this part of the stand okay. of the mic mm-hmm. Or oh, what's the purpose of the stand of the mic? Mm-hmm. Is to hold the microphone. Sure. But if part of this stand was not doing its purpose, this whole stand would now become useless. Mm. So if you really want to know, really know the purpose of life, I believe that if you answer the purpose of your... If you answer the question of what's my purpose in life, yeah. then life will have a meaning okay. for you. If everybody knew their purpose in life then the answer to this question would have been totally answered. But until everybody has discovered their purpose in life, I believe we have not yet answered the question of the meaning of life.
1: Okay, I think <laughs> that, that's quite interesting. I think maybe just to like round it off, right? Um, I just want you to uh, give me like um, mm-hmm. like probably a process Okay. I am I am someone who doesn't know my purpose. Mm-hmm. I just want you to give me like in a nutshell what 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 how do you go about in terms of making someone discover their purpose? Oh. And then what does it really mean because I know probably yes as you're saying that you're saying oh. that mainly you are uh, you can just correct me. <laughs> mainly yes. you're uh, you you love mentoring people, yes. right? And then just from this conversation I've just picked up that okay, you like Giving people because mentorship probably I, I just want to just round right. up on what right, you go said go ahead. <laughs> like uh, with mentorship that means it starts with discovering your purpose
2: right that's one of the goals the that's it's one of the goals yeah that's one but of yeah, the let's, goals let's, let me right? not cut you short yeah sure <laughs> so,
1: so it for me it sounds like purpose is one of the most important things to 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 mentorship mm. uh, and also building character it 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 will it will start with a purpose because yeah. if you have a good purpose but you don't correct, have a good character like, as you said is that becomes a flawed uh, thing right yeah. so I just want you to just um, give me as someone who doesn't know my my purpose mm. how do you now advise me in terms of Getting into that purpose, like, okay, how do you help me add, uh, discover my purpose?
0: Mm.
2: Okay, um, the first answer would be get the book by Pastor Amtou Gwebu, yeah. Discovering Your Purpose. Mm-hmm. It's the shortest and the most direct book about discovering your purpose. It's like a manual to discovering your purpose, it's sure. not like a book. I did not like, like I said, I was not a fan of books at all because. Mm-hmm most books heat around the bush before they get to the answer this book um is about 38 pages of just how to discover your purpose sure and about purpose mm-hmm. so it's not just another book about purpose um it's like a manual which has a step by step about purpose and i found myself either buying the book or recommending that somebody buys the book mm. that book discovering your purpose by Pastor gwebu because many times when we are looking for the answers, the answers are out there. Mm-hmm. But the way we discover them is different. Mm-hmm. So I used to ask myself as well that how did I discover my purpose? The way I discovered it is not the way everybody else will discover it. Um, for me, like I said, I had to spend time with God, ask God a, a question and um, uh, through prayer. I had to pray about it. What's my purpose? What should I do? What's, um, what's, what, what should I do? And even to do that, I had guidance from somebody, my mentor or my pastor, that uh, ask God, what's, 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 um, what's God's will for your life? What does God want you to do? Why, why did he create you? Mm-hmm. And many times I would go back to my pastor expecting an answer or something of a clue, but man, the clue was prayer again and again and again. Okay. But that was how he guided me. Before he wrote the book, when I was reading the book, the book had more ways of finding out how to discover your purpose. Okay. The first way was you can pray about it, which is how I discovered mine. The second way was that, um, I may not be putting it in in the order that it is in the book, but I don't want to give out what's already, I don't want to give out exactly what's in the book because you need to buy the book. Okay, (laughs) sure. So, um... You can look at the things that you, 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 you are able to do, your, 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 your skills, your skill set. You see, everything by design has a purpose. Sure. And it's not uh, um, uh, one of the good beliefs about purpose is this. Purpose precedes creation. Okay. So before we create anything, we determine its purpose sorry we determine the purpose why why do we want to make this thing we don't create it and we're like um maybe this could serve this purpose no purpose precedes creation mm-hmm. so that means before we created this thing we had a purpose mm-hmm. and the way we create it determines the way we create it is answering the purpose that we are already creating it for sure so the way my temperament is cultured the way my uh, personality is cultured uh, extrovert introvert Mm -hmm. all of that logical or emotional the temperaments and everything all of that the kind of skills you have the kind of things you naturally gravitate towards the things that attract you that can also guide you to your purpose Mm -hmm. um the other way is uh, um you can decide what to do with your life Mm -hmm. one of the greatest gifts in life is free will just the ability the, the 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 the, the freedom to decide what you want to do with your life. I mean, God being the almighty, he's still like, no, I, I allow you. That for me is just amazing that mm-hmm. you have the ability to just decide for yourself. What yeah. do I want to do with my life?
1: That's interesting.
2: And most likely you are about to lend in your purpose still. Because if you try and decide what do I want to do with my life and you look at your life like okay so here's what i'm able to do here's what i uh, um in fact just deciding what you want to do with your life is already within the parameters of parameters of what you're able to do mm-hmm. so if you decide to 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 become a, 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 um, a um, an artist or a singer first of all you must be able to sing you know singing properly not like uh, how others do it in the shower but singing the, uh, the ability <laughs> must be there the skill yeah. must be there we can still sharpen the skill as we go but the initial ability must be there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the process of discovering your purpose leads you into introspection a lot. Okay. You need to look a lot into yourself, like what, what am I capable of? It's mostly about your, capac- your capabilities because everything that's created with a purpose is designed in such a way that when it's doing what it needs to do, it needs to be it needs to be efficient in mm. doing what it's doing. Yeah. I don't think man is a better designer than God, so God wouldn't be so flawed to design to have an ill design to answer the purpose that is creating something for. Mm. If God wanted to 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 to, um, to create a spade, yeah. he would have created it the perfect spade, mm. not to create it in a way that it's like okay, it might serve as a spoon as well or this or that, but perfectly as a spade Mm -hmm. so the purpose that you're created for your abilities is one of the greatest ways to just um discover your purpose by just looking at the abilities that you have that also can be kind of an illusion like i said um i I don't want to just box it i like to think um quite open so for myself if i followed that one I would have missed it because my abilities were mostly mostly technical. I used to think that I'm so technically driven, so that's why I thought engineering was the thing. Yeah. If I'm technical and I'm, uh, I think quickly, I, I like to keep my brain busy. Probably engineering is where I should end up. But I realized that um, that was not the thing. Mm-hmm. If I followed um, engineering as my purpose in life, I could have invented some life changing things. Mm-hmm. I could have invented a way of getting water to somebody who stays in a desert and doesn't have to travel every time. Doesn't have to spend so much money to get water. Um, I'm just giving a novel idea. I'm not saying I have the idea. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, um, inventing such a solution to life, it, it it's it's very, it's it's quite novel. It's quite um. It's quite a, a, a it. It serves a purpose in life. Yeah, but. After you have drunk the water, you still can do whatever you want to do with your life. Yeah. What, else could, what else could happen to you? What else could you do with your life? Um, so that's one way of answering problems in life. Yeah. But then it does not take more thinking to answer as water scarcity problem as it takes... The, um the, the, the ability or the help to answer um, how, how to discover your purpose what to do with your life what you want where you want to see yourself in life um, resolving your life to get back on track with uh, um, you know like getting it into track like aligning with why you are alive mm-hmm. So I, I looked at it and I was like if I decided to just um, assist people from an engineering perspective sure. I could have helped somebody physically. Mm -hmm. But then we are not only physical in this life. There's your soul. There's your mind. After you drink the water, then what? You -hmm. could drink the water and you still go commit a crime. Yeah. You could drink the water and it foils you enough to still go kill somebody.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But then if I had the ability to help somebody discover their purpose, sharpen their character, Mm -hmm. they could be the person who's going to deliver that promise to be um, you know, the, the person who solves the water scarcity problem. Sure. In that way, my engineering abilities are still fulfilled by just mentoring somebody who's yeah. an engineering specialist, hence mm-hmm. why the platform for mentorship is about mentoring spe- specialists mm-hmm. or leaders in their own fields. Oh, I see. So I still am able to answer much more in a wider view mm-hmm. um, than just answering water scarcity problem. Yeah. Am I undermining people um, answering water scarcity problem? Not at all. I would actually be grateful to help somebody who could answer this water scarcity problem. Yeah. Somebody who can answer the um, the energy um, problem in, in South Africa. I mean, nobody likes load no. shading, but we are still suffering load shading because no one has answered it sufficiently yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so in my mentorship, if I can help somebody become the person who answers that question, if I can help somebody... And many more people mm-hmm. who answer that those kind of problems, I think I would have done much more better, and have um un- used my capacity, the gifts the, the way God designed me mm-hmm. would have been much more efficiently used in life than just answering a, um, a physical problem.
1: Awesome, um, I think maybe just to conclude, um, I think just to uh, the way that you answered the question, you, I think I just picked up two, if not three our point okay. <laughs> yeah which is um uh it seems like you are you're a very spiritual man yes so you you have mentioned that okay it's the main thing that um that helps someone finds their purpose is god yeah. and the second one is probably what you can do or what you are more inclined to doing yes. or maybe you want to call it gifts or yeah. anything talents Talents, yeah. yeah. So it seems like that's how you can discover your purpose. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe That's even, one of the ways. That's one of the ways. Get the book if
2: you really yeah. want to get the whole thing. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Most of the people that ask me this question about purpose, I go straight to the book. Sure. If they want to read the book, I'll sit down with them and actually give them an assignment to say, let's go through the book together mm-hmm. and we find it. Okay. It, it's literally possible to sit down in one sitting mm-hmm. and walk out with your purpose discovered i do not personally like the word uh, uh, um mystery okay i was just thinking about it one day that what is mystery really mm-hmm. mystery is just something that we can explain like we say um there's this famous thing that they say in uh, um in the science world that okay. magic is just science that we cannot explain okay in the same manner to me i think mystery is just knowledge that we don't yet understand mm-hmm. how to explain it sure So there is a logic way to this thing. Mm -hmm. Water looks like it's got um, no pattern when it's on the ocean, uh, uh, when when it's by the beach. It looks like there's no pattern of how it's moving. Mm -hmm. But if you were able to look at water from where it's coming from, you will see that there's a pattern to everything. Sure. Because the reason water is behaving the way it's behaving that looks so random to the naked eye is Mm -hmm. because... There are points where water is flowing undisturbed. Mm-hmm. but the moment it reaches uh, an object, it now takes the shape of the object, it now bounces back and forth based on that. So mm-hmm. all that many inputs of the uh, into the shape of water that mm-hmm. was so still and calm and just kind of flat mm-hmm. now look water looks like it's randomly moving because of the many distractions that are influencing its shape on the surface sure so it's not really a mystery it's just that we can't decipher the pattern because we don't know the logic that brought about this um or something that we're beholding and we're like what is this Mm -hmm. how does this thing really happen it's like to somebody Solve X. Many people don't like mathematics when we start bringing letters into mathematics. They're like, I'm fine with maths as long as it includes numbers, but now Mm -hmm. when you start bringing letters and alphabets, Mm -hmm. what is this? So to somebody, um, arithmetic maths Mm -hmm. is is a mystery, Mm -hmm. but then there's somebody who enjoys it. To them, it's not a mystery. They understand it. So what somebody calls a mystery, to somebody it's simply principles that they can actually link together and I think that's one of my biggest pursuits in life to, you know, demystify different things. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I could demystify a couple of things, I, I think my life would have been well lived. Okay.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Stable. Um, but I think in a, in a nutshell, we did get to know um, what you're all about. <laughs> yeah, but um, just to give like a roundup of um, Ishmael Rachikombo. <laughs> <laughs> the name still stands. It, uh, yeah, it still stands. The yeah, yeah. After the brand, the name is still there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, um, it's, it's, it's uh, just like how you're a mover of 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 things and then I be, I believe that you are definitely going destined for greatness. And uh yeah, we until we meet again in the the I can say at the top. At <laughs> the right top, at definitely. the top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was really nice to have a conversation with you, just talking about purpose and just understanding more about purpose and uh I move academy as well. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean that's 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 quite interesting. You don't find many students who are not just only dreamers but who are actually doing something. It's uh it's, it's quite a big thing. It's quite a big thing that you'd swear that you are one of the few percentages that they talk about <laughs> because uh, for me it's just a rare thing to find students just doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's they're studying, but if you find yourself doing like other extension bit, yes. of yourself yeah. in in school, then then that's that's when you see now that you are you're a bit different, you're wired differently, and uh, I believe, as a man <laughs> who, of, who is a believer as well, um, yeah, uh, I believe that you also. Fulfill your purpose as well as a a stable mentorship. Uh, Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for having, um, for coming and joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Awesome. Um, That was Ishmael Rachikombo, Mr. Stable. (laughs) Very soon to be called Father Stable. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thank you very much. Um, All right, cheers. This is the
0: podcast. Make some noise. Yay.